This message is brought to you by Monty's Mutt's Dog Rescue. Monty's Mutt's Dog Rescue is a small, foster-based rescue founded one year ago with the goal to save as many dogs as possible. Monty's Mutt's specializes in the rescue and placement of abused, neglected, abandoned, and injured dogs, but endeavors to help any dog in need. Since October of 2020, approximately 50 dog lives have been saved. Monty's Mutts is a not-for-profit volunteer-based organization. Learn more on Facebook at Monty's Mutts Dog Rescue or at Monty's Mutts Dog Rescue.ca. The Media Files for March 12th, 2021 is presented by leveldowngames.com. On with the show. For me, it's 8.53 p.m. on March 10th, 2021, but for you, it's another episode of The Media Files, a podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. The Media Files is an all-purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. I am your host, Kyle, and with me in my ever-evolving second chair is back again, frequent guest of the show, fan favorite, always happy to have her, Abby. Welcome back into the second chair. Oh, thank you very much. How are you doing? Great. Good. It has been a rainy day here in Las Vegas. I was mentioning at work today that that the weather we're getting right now is the weather we normally get during February, like where it's normally like rainy and windy and cold. Mm-hmm. This happens in February, but we had a really beautiful February mm-hmm. and are now having a kind of a gross March. Yeah. It's the spring, I guess. I guess that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Well, and we could have... Worse. I Oh. It's snowing in Reno, so... Ew. Yeah. Gross. Could, could in March. Could, could be, be worse. worse. I did hear that today they were... There was a bill that has bipartisan support in the Senate to end daylight savings time. Did you hear this? I would be totally for that. I think it's silly. Because that, yeah, that ends this weekend, so... We well, no, it, start, it starts this weekend. Like in the the well, transition well, is mean, this weekend... Yes, it starts this. Well, well, hold on. Let me think about it. Daylight savings time start. It starts spring forward. Starts this weekend. So even if the bill passed, we would have to fall back in November. I don't know. October. How long would they take to implement? It's every six months. Three, six, three, nine. September? No. I think it's November. Who knows? Why don't I know? Find out when we get. I've I've turned my clocks back thirty four times, and I still don't know when or how to do it or what it means. Well, now. Your clock on your phone does it for you, so. Yeah, but my microwave doesn't. Well. When the power went out, remember when the power went out a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago? Mm-hmm. My life was in shambles because all of my clocks were wrong. Oh, you know what? That makes total sense because I noticed my clocks are right, and it's like, how is that possible? My husband must have oh. reset them correctly. So well, that was go. good of him. Yeah. He takes, see, see, he this takes is why. He takes care of Well, see, and see, I'm the one, if I, if I told Lindsay to change the clock on the microwave, she would pass out. She wouldn't know what to do. Well, some of the microwaves are really tough to do. I so. understand. Well, yeah. and to be fair, every time I like change my battery in my car, I have no idea how to fix the clock again. It, oh, it's, on the radio? It's like the first time every single time. Just like kissing Lindsay. I was going to say, just like, uh, <laughs> never mind. Oh my goodness. Like Madonna. Actually, I was going to say foreigner, but okay. F- oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Feel like the first time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
Is that Foreigner? Yeah, it's Foreigner. Wow. Let's talk about something else. Um, <laughs> because this we went really off the rails. <laughs> we are talking about a really fun topic today. I'm so excited to get into it. I've been waiting for it lo- for a long time. We're talking about Raya and the Last Dragon. Raya and the Last Dragon is the newest full-length motion picture from Walt Disney Animation Studios and is directed by Carlos Lopez Estrada and Don Hall. Kumandra is divided asunder after the evil spirits Droon ravage the nation, leading to a power struggle for the orb that repels the wicked power. Now, Raya, guardian of the dragon orb, must travel to all other tribes to retrieve their portion of the orb and expel the Droon for good. Assisting her is Sisu, the Last Dragon. Raya and the Last Dragon stars Kelly Marie Tran, Aquafina, Isaac Wang, Gemma Chan, Daniel Day Kim, Benedict Wong, Sandra Oh, Thalia Tran, Lucille Sung, and, of course, in a voice acting role of an animal with no words, Alan Tudyk as Tuk Tuk. It was released in theaters and on Disney Plus Premiere Access on March 5th. 2021. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the themes that go deep into uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. And so if you want to go in completely spoiler free, watch it first before you listen. But otherwise, you should be good. Not a, not a bunch of really deep spoilers going into this. That being said, Abby, I want to know what you thought about Raya and the Last Dragon. Well, I loved it from start to finish. I love the music. I love the artistry. I love the voice actors. It was one of my favorite films of the year for sure. It's well, the year's young Just still, started. but oh, I guarantee it'll be one of my favorites. I think it will for me too. And this was a film, like I said, I've been looking forward to this film for some time, and it really kind of exceeded my expectations of of what I was looking forward to. You know this. I've talked about it on the show before, but i I lived in East Asia for a long time. And so I have a a, a really deep love for those cultures and 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 the art and the people of of that part of the world and this felt like such a such a genuine homage and love letter to a lot of that and so that touched me deeply and in fact when we got done watching the movie I told Lindsay I was like babe I want to go back to Japan I want to go I want to go visit Korea you know and she's like no we don't watch a movie and then go visit a country that's not what we do but I mean we could she's I think she's just being an naysayer but it, it was it was just really beautiful and and visually totally striking the graphics between the hair and the and the water droplets the rain the fog the, the fog, fog impressed me a ton there is a scene in this film where raya runs up to sisu and hugs her and, and the fur on her the fur on so, sisu oh is gosh. so lush and thick and full mm-hmm. and you watch kind of her hands and her arms sink into wow yeah i mean i was like i and I normally don't care about graphics. I, I play a lot of video games and I play like low poly video games because graphics don't do much for me. But sometimes it just I mean, they just really nailed it on this one. Not only that, there's a bunch of scenes where the graphics turn into this really stylized 2D style as as they go through either flashback scenes or like 
maybe scenes like yeah. plans that they're gonna do dream sequence yeah mm-hmm. and those were really cool too i mean those looked just as good as the 3d animation did yeah just in a different style and i loved looking at that i thought it was beautiful as well and i liked at the beginning telling the story of how the last dragon you know made the gem and it kind of had that centipedal movement to it and it you know it reminded you of the dancing dragons yeah is that yeah so yeah beautiful i loved it beautiful stuff like you said the score is composed by james newton howard and is a really really beautiful score all the way through we played one of the songs at the beginning of this episode that is just a a really good example of how much love and care went into nailing the the entire like just the whole aesthetic of this part of the world and their cultures and their art i mean it just felt so genuine and so real. And it's also comforting to know, I, I, not that I think it's entirely necessary, but very comforting to know that almost every voice actor in the cast, to my knowledge, with the exception of Alan Tudyk, is an Asian American character and very well played. I thought that the voice acting was wonderfully heart well, heartfelt and, 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 and smartly done and emotionally done. Kelly Marie Tran is a standout voice actress and you, we know her from star wars most she was rose in she star was wars. also in the new crudes i believe was she in, yeah. i didn't see so it's kind of interesting to kind of compare the way they animated this movie with her as a voice actor in that movie i believe i'll yeah we should i didn't know that i've never seen either of the crudes mm. but she did wonderful i did not know aquafina was in the movie but knew immediately as it soon as sifu or sisu excuse me started talking that that was aquafina she has a very distinct voice and there are scenes in this movie where sisu turns into a human version of sisu that looks just like yeah, aquafina you could tell right away has very distinct aquafina mm-hmm. facial features and- yes there are a lot of tones and themes that are explored in Raya and the Last Dragon that, again, I'm not sure I anticipated going into the film. I really thought this was going to be an epic fantasy adventure movie, which it is in a lot of regards. But we also get a lot of very mature themes about political stance and individual politics and, and nation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And loss and grief too between family and i felt that the themes almost almost straight a little darker and a little more mature than a lot of other disney movies would to some degree i think it reminded me a lot of mulan like immediately seeing like the kung fu was pretty cool but you don't really see a lot of like hand-to-hand combat in disney movies so that's kind of interesting um yeah but it's it's interesting to see you know different groups of people vying for power rather than just like good versus evil you know there are a lot of different people that believe they're correct and they fight for what they believe in and you know they all clash against each other which is kind of interesting different from what they've done in the past and it's interesting because there isn't a real traditional villain in this film for the most part aside from the drone and and i don't want to this this is a small spoiler kind of going into the end of the film but the villain of this film really ends up being the distrust mm-hmm. and the hatred between the tribes. Mm-hmm. That's the villain. Yeah. And, and, and the drone is the manifestation of that distrust. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I mean, really good metaphor, I think, a lot for how a lot of people view politics today when if you if you don't have 
you know, very similar beliefs to me, then you are my enemy. Yeah. And even people living within their own nation. And, and I don't think this is unique to just America. We have international listeners of this podcast. This is something that I see a lot that if you if you don't feel the way I do politically about something, then we are enemies. And and this is this is a really good kind of you know, imaginary and fantastical way of picturing that into into what can happen and the hatred and the and the, you know, distrust and betrayal that can brood over sentiments like that. And so I thought that was that was a really unique but mature theme for a, for a Walt Disney Animation Studios picture. Mm-hmm. But it's subdued, you know, it's, it's not like totally in your face. It's definitely. Ex- exactly. They, they do it tastefully, I think. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the action sequences are. Very action-packed, and there's a lot of them. This is an action-packed film from start to finish. There's a lot going on. All of the action scenes look totally beautiful. Mm-hmm. And there are not a lot of instances of a ton of humor either. Something that I thought was going to happen, especially when Sisu isn't immediately this glorious royal dragon, right? She's she's kind of aloof. Awkward. Uh, awkward, yeah. And not she describes herself, she's like, I wasn't really the best dragon. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was I was not a great dragon. My magic isn't very great, etc. Uh but she doesn't come off as shticky either. She she come gets very serious, is very helpful. And then Raya ends up forming this ragtag group of of as, as you know, allies mm-hmm. that go along with her, that I really thought every single one of them, as they come into the group, I think is going to be annoying and a shtick, and they're not. Yeah, especially the baby, uh, which the I con, th- con baby. Yes, the con baby. <laughs> Noi. Love that. Yeah. Noi is the name of this baby, and I thought for sure I was going to hate this child and her little monkey pals mm-hmm. that she brings with her. I ended up loving her yeah. by the end of this movie. Yeah. And you get this. And again, each of these characters just has a just a totally heartbreaking story about what what the distrust of these nations has brought to their family. Yeah. But and, only when working together can, you know, each member of each tribe kind of contribute to a group and and bring back Kumandra, which is really cool. And Raya, not the chosen one. She's not this she's not this uber epic character that and this is a job that only she can do. In fact, that's exactly what the movie's not about mm-hmm. is that she, she can't do it alone. She needs everybody else to do it with her. And I just as that comes together and as I'm realizing this by the end of the movie, I think it went over the heads of my children, mm-hmm. but the point stuck with me and I was so I was so happy to see that be a major point of this film. Yeah. It was awesome. I agree. This film did premiere, like we said, in theaters, but it also premiered on the same day as Disney Plus premiere access. And to obtain home viewing of this film, you have to pay an additional $30 on top of your Disney Plus subscription, a one-time fee, and you can watch this movie as many times as you want. How do you feel about this this premiere access tier of movies that they've put out? I think it's a little nerve-wracking because you you anticipate you're going to like a movie and so you go ahead and pay the 30 bucks. And then what if you don't? What if you, you know, really didn't care for it? So it's a little nerve-wracking. Like obviously this one turned out great and we love it. So it's awesome to be able to have access to it and watch it as much as we can. But I think if you like you had talked about, you know, taking a family of four or five to the movie theaters is going to cost you well over 30 bucks. So in that respect, it's definitely affordable. No, I, and I have a family of five. 
And it is. I mean, it's close to $50 if we want to go. It's over $50 if we go on a primetime, you know. But even as a matinee, I'm paying close to 50 bucks after popcorn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there there is some magic lost, I think, not going to the movie theater. I love the movie theater. I And Lindsay and I went constantly prior to COVID. Anytime we got the chance, I, we would either take the kids or we'd leave the kids, get a babysitter, and we'd go catch a film. And I miss it. I do miss that. And I know that this premiered in theaters. We did watch it at home. And I'm glad that that's an option. I'm glad that they're offering that. But it also does make me nervous about the future of theaters, knowing that most people are going to watch this at home and not going to go to the theaters. You know, do we have do we have a dire state of cinema going forward? And I was kind of the opposite. I thought to myself... Am I ever going to go back to the movies? Because if I can watch this in my living room, I can pause it. I could put the subtitles on if I really can't hear for some reason. I can hear it. I still put the subtitles on. Yeah. Because I'm a creep. Well, you know, it's nice to if you if you have the subtitles on, you can read their names and pronounce them correctly. That's true. <laughs> well, it, well, and to be fair, until I saw this movie, I kept calling it Raya in The Last Dragon. Oh, and then I watched okay. it and I was well, like, oh, yeah. good, Raya. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Being able to take a potty break or, you know, let the kiddo run around for a minute and not distract everybody else is kind of nice, too. So Or rewind a scene that you particularly enjoyed mm-hmm. or fall asleep and come back to it later, right? I mean, I mean, there are a lot of benefits to watching it at home, but I do think some of the magic is still lost. Yeah. And, I, and I wish that, you know, I don't know. I wish there were a... A medium there that we, that we could find. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to do that. I think... They're allowing people to rent out the theaters now. Yeah, I saw. I did see that. If you get like a big group, you know, make it worth it. It'd be cheaper than probably going to the movies beforehand. One hundred and fifty bucks isn't bad. That's true. If you do get a bunch of families together, you know, all the kids running around, whatever, you know, then nobody's bothered by the kids being sure. That's true. Watch a movie. That is very true, and you get the the surround sound experience and the big screen. Mm -hmm. I, the the next Disney movie. That's coming out, the big Disney movie that's coming out. They've recently announced that they are sticking to the May release date of Black Widow and that they will not be putting it on Disney Plus for premiere access. They they do want this scene in the cinema. Is that something you're planning on seeing if it goes straight to the theaters? I'm not a huge fan of Black Widow, so it wasn't something I was probably going to catch anyway. So I don't mind that it's not going to be available for a while. I think I think this is something that I'm going to try to check out, even if it's not on Premiere Access. Find a matinee time when there's less people in the theater. A Friday morning. I don't work on Fridays. I think Lindsay and I would would definitely go try to catch Black Widow or go to the drive-in because in May yeah. the the weather is perfect for something like that. Yeah, drive-in's nice. Yeah, but also again, I find myself thinking, would be nice to watch it at home for thirty dollars. You know, I I mean. I, I hate to I hate to forsake the cinema that way, but that's how it feels. Yeah. You know, tough. we'll see how it goes forward. This is only the second movie that's been released on Premiere Access, Mulan being the first. And so we'll see kind of how this shapes up going forward. I really don't think they could put anything on Premiere Access. It has to be a big release like this or nobody would pay it. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how that'll shape up going forward. Here on The Media Files, we do rate everything we talk about with a totally meaningless, very stupid, and utterly arbitrary rating. Abby, how do you rate Raya and the Last Dragon? I would give it 9,000 tuk-tuks. Dude, okay. Is that what you are going to say? No, it's not what I was going to say, but 
again, Tuk Tuk, a character that I was like, oh, here's annoying stupid little, little animal mm-hmm. character that's just to sell merchandise and annoy me through the movie, didn't annoy me a single time. I ended up really loving Tuk Tuk and Alan Tudyk making his silly little animal noises into his microphone. And it should be said, his microphone in his closet. All of the voice actors, like you, we talked about before we recorded, all of the voice actors did this from home. There is a special little part in the credits that says, you know, special thanks to the over 4,000 people who made this film in their homes. That's amazing. Isn't that brilliant? Isn't that totally so cool? I don't know that any movie that's come out yet has been done entirely at home. And now we have Raya and the Last Dragon. And I don't think it's entirely at home. Of course, you know, obviously this has been in production for longer than a year. But still so cool. So cool that they were able to shift production to at home. And all these people were able to record their lines in that way. I rate Raya and the Last Dragon... 19 out of 20 raindrops. It was exactly what I needed right now to like oh. this, like it, it raindrops end up being a very important part of the film to some degree, but it was, it was so clean and pure to watch this film. And I don't know, it was, it was something that I needed very, very dearly in the, at this time, I think. And, and right as COVID is washing away a little bit, it seems, you know, I don't know. It felt good. It felt good to watch this movie. We have such a cool schedule of episodes coming up. There is going to be an episode coming up of Justice League, this the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Do you plan on watching that? Do you have HBO Max? Yes. Eh, we'll watch it eventually. Yeah, I mean, why not? It's on HBO yeah, Max. Exactly. Right? But Godzilla vs. Kong is on HBO Max. That's coming up. And uh, a fun episode next week with a new special guest coming up next week and so make sure you tune into that one won't spoil it now but it'll be a good one but that's all the time we've got we want to thank you for sticking around to the end of this episode of the media files and thank you again abby for being here this week my pleasure tell a friend tell a co-worker help us grow and special thanks to brian for technical assistance don't forget to bookmark leveldowngames.com i'm on twitter or instagram at bruce stuff that's at b-r-u-c-e-t-o-p-h or at the level down games discord with the link in the show description reach out to us with what you're looking forward to and maybe we'll talk about it in an upcoming show until next time be kind be honest and we'll see you later